Hi, readers. I'm Jordan. And I'm Katie. And welcome to Not Another Heroine, the podcast where we break down the best and worst fictional heroines, those swashbuckling ladies who have to work a little harder than expected for their happy ending. Want to see what's next on our TBR list? Subscribe to us on YouTube or follow us on Instagram for a sneak peek at upcoming content or to help us pick our next book. This is the book. Oh, the book. <laughs> <laughs> I felt really confident going into it. I wish people could have seen you. Like the the way you readied yourself, I felt like we were on American Idol. Yeah. I was getting ready to jump off the cliff and then I like tripped as I was going off and then smacked my body on the hill <laughs> the each time. Of the- <laughs> <laughs> it's the pick of the week. We are discussing uh, my pick of the week, which mm-hmm. was Divine Rivals by mm. Rebecca Ross. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, this yes. Book- yes. <laughs> Welcome. <laughs> that was unnecessary. <laughs> but they liked it. Fair. <laughs> so I think this book is pretty new. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've never heard of it. I think it just came out. So this is the same author of A River Enchanted, yep. mm-hmm. which I haven't read yet because I know that was super popular or still is. Mm-hmm. Bussin'. It is bussin'. <laughs> Your eyeballs <laughs> went wild. I can't, I can't say it with a straight face. Yeah. Okay. So this book is like if you have seen the movie, my God, why am I blanking? Oh, You've Got Mail. Um, which is also based on another older movie called The Shop Around the Corner. It's like they took that movie and merged it with another older movie called His Girl Friday. So I'm a bit of an old classic movie nerd. Love them. It's like the same reason I like romance novels. They're kitschy. That's fair. Yeah. They're comfort. It, it very much is. So if you're familiar with those movies, that this book is very much like same tropes, same devices, same plot except the setting is really unique. So we're sitting in a, I want to say, like a 19, like early 20th century technology. Could I get an example? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so so think about World War I. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, so 19... Okay, got the vibe. 1900s, 1910. So there's cars, there's... I don't think there's planes yet, mm-hmm. uh, but cars aren't super common. Mm-hmm. There's still very much like a... Like sitting in the middle of technology development, like mm-hmm. there's still the old world and all those old like mm-hmm. like gender roles and customs and everything, and then there's this new technology. But there's also fuck tons of magic. Mm. It's very it's kind of jarring, but it mm-hmm. works. So the magic is kind of rooted in this uh, mythology mm-hmm. of not mythology because it's the religion in this setting. So there's a belief in like a pantheon, so multiple gods and. There's this story of these two gods that were warring with each other, a goddess and a god. And like it sounds like they had Mm. a bad breakup at one point and like destroyed the world essentially. (laughs) Nice. And so there is like this holy war going on and you're either fighting for the goddess who is kind of like the good side Mm. or fighting for the god who is kind of like um, Hades Mm. is like, (laughs) Hmm. huh, I wonder where this is going. Interesting. So it's a very cool back backdrop mm-hmm. for our two like main characters. And instead of having like this overpowered heroine who discovers like, oh, I have this unique ability Boo. to control the weather. <laughs> no, nothing like that. Mm-hmm. So our protagonist is a journalist. 
I know. It was super cool. That's partly what drew me in because Mm -hmm. I don't think her other books, like the descriptions really latched onto me, but like, oh, a a journalist? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Excuse me? So this war is ongoing and it is very much like copycat World War I. There's trench warfare. There's It's nasty. It's bad. And if you look at the author's acknowledgments, I think at the end or the author's note, uh, she kind of talks about some of the things that inspired her and that she took a lot of notes from and like the movie 1917. I was about to say, like, because there was a plethora of those books that came out all around the same time, like Dunkirk, uh, Fury. Yeah. yeah. It's very atmospheric. So anyway, our protagonist, our heroine, her name is Iris. Mm-hmm. Very, very pretty. And her brother, we like the story opens up and her brother is going off to war and there's no like mandatory enlistment. Mm -hmm. It's kind of like a, oh, like you feel the belief to or the call to support the goddess. (laughs) And so her brother felt the call and I'm going to war. And he says, oh, promise me, little sister, that you're going to stay in school because she's like 18, 17 or 18. And she's in her last year of probably whatever senior level of schooling before mm-hmm. college, I mm-hmm. think. So she's like, yes, of course, like I'll, I'll stay in school, I'll finish, just come home safe. And he goes away and her mother, who is her only surviving parent, kind of goes off on like a alcoholic bender oh. and basically just sinks into oblivion <gasps> and they can't, like they're running out of money, mm-hmm. like they, their electricity was shut off, so they're using candles. Oh, she has no money to buy food, like her clothes don't, like are worn and stuff. So she had to quit school so she could get a job. Mm-hmm. And so she gets a job as a journalist mm-hmm. at one of the local newspapers. That sounds so cool. Please continue. <laughs> so she's working at this newspaper um, office, and this is where the movie His Girl Friday, that tie comes in. And there is a rival journalist Uh, Also working with her and they're both competing for like the same permanent position. Uh So they're taking like all the shitty stories as they come in and they're like competing with each other to like, all right, who's going to get like the official like hiring notice? It's very cute. And so this journalist that she's competing against is this obviously tall, dark, wealthy, great writer. And they have like a competitive enemies like relationship. It's adorable. Anyway, Iris has been writing to her brother since she started working and she hasn't heard back from him. Like no, nothing. Um, so she's getting wor- more worried and worried, and it's very it's very sad. Now, it does end kind of on a cliffhanger. What? Is there is there going to be another one? I think oh, it, yeah. yeah. Letters of Enchantment, number one. Okay. And before we close out on, on this book. Girl, what? You're just going to leave me in a cliffhanger too? No, no, I can't. There's there's too much good stuff in this book to to stop there. Damn, there, yeah. Do you remember how much we love the anonymous letters from Crown Duel? Yeah. well i know what i'm doing for the rest of the day this is kind of where the magic comes in the magic is very subtle there are magical typewriters so iris has one of them so she starts since she's writing letters to her brother on this typewriter Mm -hmm. and so i i forget why but she puts the letters in like a wardrobe or something Mm -hmm. and then they disappear oh shit (laughs) Mm -hmm. oopsie (laughs) and she gets nothing in return until one day, like, a letter appears in the wardrobe. And it's not her brother. Mm-hmm. I've heard this plot before. <laughs> so she starts exchanging letters with this mysterious stranger. Um, and they form this very sweet connection. So she starts to fall in love with the uh. author of these letters. And then, meanwhile, oh, shit, her mom dies. <laughs> 
I forgot about that part. Oh my god. <laughs> uh, casual, just FYI. Uh, it's not okay. So it's not really a spoiler because it happens yeah. pretty early on. So her mom dying is kind of like the um, what's the word? The catalyst. Cat. Yeah, it's the catalyst for like r- things really kicking mm. off in the book. Okay. So it's what sends her to be like, you know what? I don't want to be like just a journalist sitting here like writing the obituaries because mm. she has to write her mom's obituary. Oh my it's like oh, yes. God. <laughs> Yeah. And so there is a rival newspaper that is actually covering the war because the newspaper she's currently working for doesn't. Mm. It's like kind of hands off, doesn't want to talk about it because the city of Oath is where she lives. Isn't like it's kind of neutral. They're Switzerland in this war. They don't want to support it. Like citizens can go off and fight, but they're not fighting for the city or for province or whatever it is. So she's like, nah, fuck this. Um, I'm going to go to war. I'm going to find my brother. And so she takes a job as a war correspondent. Oh, shit. That's yeah. so cool. It's a really different premise. I Like, I really enjoyed the take on our heroine as being, like, not a sword-wielding, mm-hmm. like, assassin yeah. or yeah. a warrior. She's very much just, like, I, I'm going to share my stories with the world and try and make a difference that way. Aww. It's very cute. So she goes off to war and there was some very interesting, I shouldn't say interesting, that's like a default word. The way this author described the war Mm -hmm. is very dark, Mm -hmm. as it should be. Yeah, It's, it could hit home to some people, Mm -hmm. I think, because it's like, it's not just a like, oh, it's like World War One. No, it is trench warfare, gas, people dying for no reason, people not exactly knowing what they're fighting for just Mm. fighting because they have to so there's that there is some really cool representation in this book too Mm. so she goes off to like the front lines Mm. and she's staying at a bed and breakfast that is run by a woman named marisol and marisol's wife is a captain fighting in the fuck yeah yeah so that was another cool there's a lot of really cool tidbits Uh so there is no weirdness with men and women Mm -hmm. uh serving in the military oh that's nice it's just that that's what happens people are choosing to fight and it doesn't matter like if you're a man or Mm -hmm. woman whatever so i love that because like why do we need to institute weirdness from like real life into fantasy books where you could make anything reality like why don't you just make everyone equal yeah <laughs> so they did that but she still the author still kept like some of the night like early 20th century like pencil skirts and yeah. hair done and lipstick and heels and the like, good parts <laughs> <laughs> so yeah there's lots of really cool like visuals in this book it kind of reminds me almost of like we were just talking about Howl's Moving Castle. Like it's that same like setting, like the war is happening in the background to like. Yeah, actually, yeah. I didn't even think about Howl's Moving Castle, mm-hmm. but it's it's yeah, it's right there, which actually that's a great segue into uh, the three books. Oh, I was about to say pick of the week because you're pointing at me. It was like a stress response. <laughs> like pick of the week. <laughs> no, Katie. <laughs> OK, so for books that are similar to this. I kind of struggled to find books with a similar setting. Yeah. I think I, I narrowed it down. So Charlie Holmberg, Holmberg, have you heard of her Mm-mm. or him? Could be him. The first book in her their series is called The Paper Magician. Oh, shit. I have read this. And I literally, I was fumbling to think of this exact book. I literally, that was in my brain the whole time. I'm like, what the fuck was the name of that book? Yes, I know exactly what you're talking about, 100%. This is why we have a podcast, yeah. because yeah. I just don't know names of anything. 
<laughs> we have a resounding yes on mm -hmm. the similarity to the paper magician. Yeah. There is another series called the Parasol Protectorate series by Gail Carriger, mm -hmm. if I'm saying the name correctly. And it's also very steampunky, mm -hmm. set set a little bit further back, like Victorian era. Mm -hmm but also kind of like weird mesh of technology and fantasy. And then the last author is kind of a sleeper. And I know, <laughs> so in our last pick of the week, I was very much hating on like free, like Kindle Unlimited books and cheesy covers. Shame, but I, yes. <laughs> I know, but this author is W.R. Gingle, Gingle, mm -hmm. Tasmanian author, also on a Kindle Unlimited deal. Okay, but okay. her books are solid. And they're really good. I think the style of writing is very similar to Rebecca Ross. So the first book in, she's got, I think, three or four series and a bunch of different standalones. Mm. So Spindle is the first book in the series, I think, that our listeners would like. Mm -hmm. It's very much fantasy romance. So there you go. Sounds vaguely familiar. I was also thinking, I just pulled it up. So this one, I think, is a Kindle Unlimited $0 one, as we're talking in the genre. Uh, subversive. It's like witches and witches oh yeah that one like i've seen that one before yeah it's like suffragettes though mm -hmm. that's the right that's how you say that right suffragettes. we'll find out later yeah <laughs> someone will tell us but yeah it's like the same kind of vibe huh like, like post, post steampunk yeah that era <laughs> I well it's got to be because there's be. several books set in there okay yeah no that is actually on my tbr list so mm -hmm. it was cute yeah i give it four star or i give it five stars i take that back your stars mean nothing that is true <laughs> <laughs> but it was cute. It was like a fun, uh, they're trying to be equal to wizards and uh, there's magic in the background and they have to hide from humans or non-wizards. Oh, interesting. Yeah. It was a fun zero dollars, low threat. That's a lot of books for everyone. So yeah. Subversive, <laughs> W.R. Gangel, Gail Carriger, um, Charlie Homburg, Paper Magician. Yes. Yeah. That's such a good one. I that's at the top of the list. That's probably the closest to this book, I would say, like setting wise. Yeah, definitely reading it. Well, uh, from Jordan's shelf to yours, we'll see you on the next page. Hi, readers. If you'd like to help us pick our next book, send us a message on Instagram. Or if you'd like to just listen, we post new episodes every Monday and Wednesday on Spotify, Apple, and Amazon. Thanks for listening. Bussin'. <laughs>